0: In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, we're going to to cover Just Say No. This is part two. If you haven't listened to part one, jump back an episode and listen to that one. But we're learning how to say no, how it can make you a better person for yourself, free up more time, but at the same time, you won't be the bad guy, and I'm going to tell you how to do that. And as usual, we're giving away a free hypnosis guide as we do every episode Stay there. We'll be right back. Your sister said, welcome to my world. (laughs) Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R.
1: Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright.
0: What is going on, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist, and we are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. Welcome back, sir. Welcome, Matt. That is Matt Fox, the other voice you hear. Thank you. We're here in the podcast, your voice, Southfield Studios. Palatial. Palatial, yes. I still like that Palatial, yeah, it it is. And this is more palatial than the prior Southfield Studios. (laughs) The prior palatial place? Well, it's more room. And again, we we have alcohol. How many Ps can we say in one
1: sentence? the prior uh, perhaps per, perhaps it was a more <laughs> palatial place at one point in time
0: <laughs> if it please you <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness that these have uh you know you, you've oh, got like the, a pop filter yeah, yeah. yeah the, i don't yeah <laughs> oh you don't have a pop oh i just noticed that no, no, no pop filter No pop filter yeah yeah you it, get that pop yeah, yeah, yeah. actually i'd be, be interesting to see i i know sometimes people put the screen mm-hmm. as the pop filter that's that, a spit filter is it i don't know yeah I'm i know just... <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, I can spit on this one then, because uh, yeah, please I don't, don't. know who's gonna. No. <laughs> do, do you use this one, Matt? No. no, no. Okay, okay. Just checking. So, yeah, we're here uh, from another podcast. Thanks for joining us, folks. Um, like I said, that is Matt Fox. Um, yeah. I, and speaking of podcast your voice, let me plug your plug podcast your voice because. Uh, if you guys have ever wanted, if you're in the Detroit area, that's the first thing, because the studio's in Southfield, which is a northern suburb of Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've ever wanted to do a podcast and just didn't know where to start or how to do it or, you know, what's involved with it, yeah, you sit, uh, contact, podcast, your voice. Yeah, you'll sit down with myself or with uh, Mr. James Flanagan. Or both. Or both, or both might of get us. get tag-teamed. Right.
1: you know you, What? Tag-teamed. Back again. <laughs> Check to the record. Let's begin. <gasps> oh! <laughs> great odin's raven no yeah. no we're here to help and, and you know you have a voice you want to get your word out there you have something
0: that you're passionate about mm-hmm. you know start a podcast you never know what and, and, and even if you thought well I, I wouldn't know what to say i mean honestly some podcasts are just a bunch of friends getting together Correct. and and talking about things they like mm-hmm. shoes shoes Food. tv movies T- yeah Superheroes. Correct. Fantasy football. Yeah. I mean, the list is endless. Yes, it is. I mean, it could be anything. And whatever you think it is, there's always a niche. People People will find you. Mm-hmm. And that, if that's a thing that you like, some other people might like it. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like, you know, clowns riding donkeys, <laughs> you know, shooting well, arrows. Just, I mean, something bizarre. I don't think that's going to, you know, but. That escalated quickly. Boy, yeah, yeah. That, that got did. really out of hand. <laughs> What's that? Boy. <laughs>
1: That escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. <laughs> uh,
0: that's awesome. awesome. So, for folks that want to find yes. the Motor City hypnotist, they can where find do they go? me on my website, MotorCityHypnotist.com. com. Check out the website; all kinds of cool stuff there. Um, hopefully, more stuff to come. It, it's constantly in flux. So, um, um, I, I got a lot of shows coming up this this spring. Um, Probably I'm probably already thirty shows booked for for this first half of the year. Good for you. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a very busy busy time coming up. Excellent. Yep. So we'll see you in uh, what October. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, we'll let's we'll figure out a recording schedule. Okay. Well, just for really like like uh, May and June. Okay. Those those are really the heavy months. That's right. And, yeah. Wedding
1: season's starting to kick in too. Uh, yeah, so.
0: because yeah, well, yeah, because uh, and also well on on that point, Matt and Jamie are also DJs, so. You know, so. reach out if you need a DJ. <laughs> Funny story. Jamie yeah. hasn't heard this yet, but uh, there was a
1: Facebook post out there and it was from a prior coworker of mine for the employer that I'm with right now. Yeah. And he said, looking for a wedding DJ, if he goes and works with companies and helps employees open accounts, that's great, but recommendations are welcome because he was trying to find me so he could oh, book me for his wedding
0: <laughs> oh he didn't know how to get you
1: yeah so well you could direct message me of course well that that's what i think but yeah. it's just funny how you put a facebook post out there <laughs> oh, of course a few co-workers say my name and they're like yep. we want a five percent finders fee
0: <laughs> it's just funny the power a referral of so- fee they, it's a power of social media absolutely it does work yep and speaking of social media facebook and youtube you can find me at motor city hypnotist and on twitter instagram and snapchat which are all motor city hypno awesome and as usual the free hypnosis guide is available every episode that link is always in the show notes click it download it enjoy it do it it's all for you all for you and it's free it is free this episode is brought to you by empower your mind for success a hypnotic guide it's my book that was published back in august of uh, last year still out there still working on it still working on promoting it uh Mm -hmm. put that up for the for the facebook live folks there you are Yep. There's there's like a little time delay in the screen so it's like oh oh oh, <laughs> no, oh. yeah.
1: It's good here. Yeah. Over there.
0: Yeah. So. I see it. So yeah, you can get that on Amazon, barnesandnoble.com, uh any physical bookstore. If they don't have it on the shelf, uh, you can ask them to order it. They can get it for you. Uh quickest way of course is go to Amazon. Um, right. That that's where you can get anything now. Um I I ordered I ordered beef jerky from Amazon the other day. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you ever had Mingwa
1: Uh beef jerky i I think it's from kentucky i
0: have not fantastic really yeah amazon's got everything i know like you can get anything from there can i get two cotton balls please yes 11 uh, o'clock tomorrow morning you'll have it and the two cotton balls will come in a box that's this big (laughs) and just stuffed with like full you know more bubble bubble pop with more cotton balls. yeah well yeah cotton balls for the cushioning yeah Yeah, yeah. It, it yeah my my my. <laughs> I, just as a, a disclaimer, my son works at Amazon, so I'm like, why do they put stuff in a big box like that? And he says, Yeah, we always do it. Huh. There's no yeah, no rhyme or reason. Yeah, it's just like, oh, there's a box. Throw it in there. Wow. I, right. I I'm sorry, Amazon. I don't know. I, I'm just okay. that's anecdotal. Yeah, it's from one person, a 19 year old teenager who's pretty, his first job. So don't, certain, don't take that as pretty yeah. certain. I'm moving soon, so if I <laughs> order a little thing from Amazon, it'll come in a big box that I can use for my packing. Yeah. All right. maybe yeah, out Cause you have tons of boxes for yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want Amazon to come come down on me.
1: I don't know <laughs> what we're yelling about.
0: I'm I'm an Amazon but, client myself. Yeah, I use them all the time. It's time. Oh, here we for go. For winner of the week.
1: That's how winning is done.
0: So, so we had a couple of unfortunate uh, deaths over the past month or so. Betty White was the first one. Yes. Bob Saget was the other one. Bob Saget was our winner of the mm-hmm. week a couple episodes back. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go back to Betty White, and and te- I mean technically we'll we'll use her as the winner, but it's because of of, of not that she died, but of course that that's a, a tribute. We can trip, you know, have a tribute to her for mm-hmm. for that. Please. But what has happened as a result of her death? Because at some point, and I don't know how it came out, that she's a huge animal fan, she's an animal advocate, absolutely, and she somehow got the word out that she didn't, she didn't want, she wanted people to donate money for animal rescue mm-hmm. in light of her death. Since this has happened, let me let me, I'm going to read this for you. Okay, animal shelters and charities across the United States, United States saw an influx in donations on Monday, thanks to the late great Betty White. The actress who died on New Year's Eve was an advocate for creatures great and small. In her honor, fans on social media started the Betty White Challenge, encouraging people to donate $5 to animal rescue organizations on Monday in celebration of, of what would have been White's 100th birthday. Correct. Yep. Denver's Nine News reports that animal groups in the region saw a massive increase in donations on Monday. The Humane Society of Boulder Valley raised at least $15,000 hmm. and the Denver... I'm not i am not sure if... The, it's just, I, I'm going to read it. The Denver Dumb Friends League. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what that is. <laughs> or It it's could, Dumas. Be, a, it could Sorry, be a joke. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's happening there. Uh, it's crazy. Do you have a brain like a chicken. Anyway, the Denver Dumb Friends League brought in 23000 from over 700 donors at Foothills Animal Shelter the facility received $16,000 from 529 donors. Wow. So when there isn't a campaign going donations are typically less than 500 bucks. Oh wow, right. So you're talking about 23,000, 16,000, 15,000? when typical donations are less than 500 in each of those shelters. It's tax season. Make sure it's tax deductible. I mean, it's great, though. It's it's, it's great. You know, we love animals. We, yeah. we got a lot of winners of the week who are animals. Yes. Even the animal. The yeah. animal itself. The animal itself, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, we get tons of that. So we, we love animals here, and that's, it's a great story. And and just it's a great to see people getting involved. Uh, granted, it's sad that somebody had to die to make it happen. But right. but anyway, still, it's it's a nice tribute to her. That's what she would have wanted. Correct. So I would say, you know, the people who are giving and Betty White herself, uh, that's, that's a great thing. It's a great thing. That's why they're winners of the week. Thank you. Bam. That's how winning is done. Yes, it is. So... Back to it.: So we're talking today. This is part two of how to say No." As I said in the intro, if you're just jumping in right now and hearing me, jump back and listen to the first part one mm-hmm. uh, of how to say No." Part two. Um, my sister Vicky, just just commented right as we started today, "Welcome to my world.: right. Well, yes, well did. sis, listen to this because I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. <laughs> how to make it better, and uh, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll get you saying no in no time. OK. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about last last episode. Why do people say yes? It's it's ingrained. It's trained. Uh, there's the expectation of saying yes. Uh, it comes from childhood. It comes from acceptance, wanting to be accepted by people. It comes from getting approval from other people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm going to go back to the one quote that we used from Vanessa Bonds from Cornell. She said, we are constantly influenced by others. Other people regularly go regularly goad us into doing, saying, and believing, and buying things. That's G-O-U-D, goad? Goad. G O. A-D. Oh, go, okay. goad like Got goad it. somebody into it. Thank you. Our minds have been trained and conditioned to say yes. And we talked about a couple studies, which are really interesting. So jump back and listen to that on, on, on the last episode. Okay. The other one, the other great quote that we finished on last episode was from Dr. Nicole Washington, a board certified psychiatrist who said, saying no is one of the best forms of self-care we can engage in. so So think about that being able to say no and not feel here's the thing. And I've said this to clients hundreds of times over the years, you can say, no, the key is to say no and not feel guilty about it. Mm-hmm. because That is the biggest thing that comes up. And before you continue, yeah. it's a family affair today. Amy, oh, Amy in. my other, my, my young sister, my younger sister. Yes, yeah, so. Good, Amy. Glad to see you check in. Thank awesome you. Awesome to hear from you. Yay. Yay. All right, go on. So when should mm-hmm. you say no? That's the question. Well, one of the questions, um, and, and I think we may have hit on this right at the end, but, but we're going we're gonna to review to make sure. When saying yes would prevent you from doing something that is more important to you or a loved one. Okay. So And, and you have to kind of gauge that as far as being more important. Because some people would say, well, yeah, I had a, let's say, oh, yeah, I was going to take the kids out tonight. I promised I may take them to a movie. But I'm going to help you instead. So what does that do to the relationship with the kids? It's not a huge deal, but it's still a plan. It's still a commitment you had to your family. Right. So by saying yes and ignoring your family part, that's just not good. It's not good for you. It's not good for your kids. It's not good for the relationship. And you can't keep the promise that you kept to your
1: kids. Exactly. Exactly.
0: So again, when saying yes would prevent you from doing something that is important to you or a loved one. When the request goes against your beliefs and values, Ooh, okay. So we talked last episode about about the 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 um, um, the study that was done with strangers. Mm-hmm. They were asked to deface a library book right. and write in it, right. and sixty-two percent did it. <laughs> so I have to believe, and and even even the comments in there said, "Well, I did, probably this is probably not right or this is vandalism." Even though they said these things, right. most people did it anyway. So if it goes against your beliefs and values, so I, I'm trying to think of a good example of something that would be um, uh, I don't, I don't want to get in the whole religious no, area because I I don't I don't want, to, I don't want so to cross that bridge. Let's um, say
1: that you are of a different denomination and you go into a, another denominations church mm-hmm. and you are asked if they want if you want to go up and take the bread
0: oh good right. question- yeah that's a good one, Matt okay. because I have done that because mm-hmm. I was not I, i'll give you I'll give you a real life example mm-hmm. I was not raised Catholic,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but my wife was Catholic, so okay. at some point I had to to experience that right, and she said to me, if well, because you're not Catholic, you can't participate in mm-hmm. Eucharist right I'm like I'm fine with that yeah, but had I insisted right yeah see and that's and that's the other thing it it's I know that's very generic and very thing, but, but if something really is, is going, if you don't believe in it or it goes against your values, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, we'll come back to that. Yeah. I'll, I'll think All of right. a good one. I should, right. I should have thought of one and written it down. All right. When the request would compromise your own mental health. Mm. So here's here's a big one. Say that you have, say that you suffer, from, I've had a lot of clients this happens to, they suffer from anxiety. Okay. Maybe they have social anxiety. They have, they have anxiety being in crowds of people. Mm. But their family insists that they come to family Christmas where there's going to be a hundred people in the house. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. That, and that expectation is if you don't, you don't care about us. No, you
1: have to go to Coachella.
0: I don't care what you say. You're <laughs> right. going into a crowd a sea of thousands of people. Let's go. Right. right. So, so it's, 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 if it's going to compromise your own mental health, it is okay to say no. You mm-hmm. should say no to that. Right. If you and, know and, what's
1: going to affect you, yes,
0: recovery. absolutely. Right. Um, when saying yes would make you overly tired or overcommitted with other obligations, say that you say that you were working all day, went home, made dinner for your family, or took them out, or went out to eat, or may, you know, maybe you're a kid and you're in school all day and you got homework in the evening. Then somebody asks you, "Hey, I need you to uh, come over and stay up all night with me to help me do this 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 project." Right? That I. Didn't do over the past yeah. six months. It's they due need more help. Yes, yeah. exactly. And you're like, no, you're overcommitting at that point. Mm-hmm. It's affecting you. It's affecting you physically. So, so those are times where you should say no. So, so the trouble is, and, and I go back to my statement earlier. A lot of people can say no. Their problem is they can't say no without feeling guilty.
1: You had mentioned earlier that mm-hmm. you know there is a way to say no and still be cordial
0: and nice yep. about it. Yep. You're and get and there. this. Yep. We're yeah, We're going to go right into this right now because. Oh, okay. If saying no can be very difficult for some people, it can be very challenging, especially if you have a pattern of saying yes in the past. So, for example, Matt, say we, we've, known each, we have, we've known each other a couple of years, but yeah. say we've known each other for 20 years and I've never said no to you. Hmm. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I, nope, I got to get my priorities straight. I got to start limiting myself to what I can do. And you ask me to do something and I say no. I would hope that I knew you well enough to right. understand why. Correct, and not now. Question. Some people would not, though, but but from coming from my perspective, the thought could be, "I've never said no. What's he going to think? What's he going to say?" And then that fear comes in of rejection mm-hmm. and and being feeling guilty that I can't say yes, yep. and, and that's good, the problem. And as a good friend, yeah, you have to understand and not hold a grudge um, or judge the person yes. for them saying no. Ideally, you are correct. Ideally. Many relationships, that does not happen. <laughs> Especially family relationships, unfortunately. Uh-huh. That that just, yeah, that, that's always a, a... It's a stigma. It's, for family, it's like... No! <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah. Don't shut me up. All right. So, um, let me, I'm going to give you some ways to say no to someone, and then we're going to talk about guilt right after that. A, a little bit more about guilt so
1: let me ask the question because amy yes. posed this yes phrase. she said david what if someone wanted to come to you on a professional
0: level how would one do that like to see me for therapy or for right. hypnosis right my, my website is the best place it'll it'll send an email right to me if they want to contact me through their motorcityhypnotist.com so you don't say no at all is, is that the question <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> no i think she's trying to c- Connect somebody with all me, right, or all or right. yes. Yes. Alright, fair enough. Yes. Thanks, Amy. Yep. Thanks, Amy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just say no, Amy. <laughs>
1: I ain't listening to you no more.
0: So here's some ways to say no. But but to do it, and here's the thing, you, you don't want to you don't say no because you're defeated. You're like, no, I can't don't don't be mealy about it. Don't Say it like you mean it because wishy-washy. you really do mean it. Don't yeah. be wishy-washy. Mm-hmm. So here's some ways to say no. Uh, thanks for asking me, but I need to pass.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: I, I mean, you're showing some gratitude that they thought of you for whatever it is that they need or want, but you're just saying, I, I just need to pass. Mm-hmm. Now that that person could say, well, Why? It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter because that conversation that could go out in any different direction. But again, you're you're saying you're thanking them, but you're saying I just I need to pass. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's another one. Unfortunately, I'm not able to do that. Mm. I mean, you're kind of saying it's unfortunate, but I can't do it.
1: That's above my pay grade. Yeah.
0: I mean, um, again, thanks for asking, but it's not going to work for me. Yeah. So here, and and we talked about being wishy-washy, Matt. Here's here's the things to avoid. You can't quite say no, so you say, well, maybe, mm-hmm. or I'm not sure, or I don't know.
1: Possibly?
0: Yeah, because then <laughs> you're still on the hook. Yeah. It's just like, okay, well, I'm going to count on you because you didn't say no. Mm-hmm. So that's the problem about being wishy-washy, mm-hmm. is that people are still going to take advantage of it. Um, again, you, you, you can say things, I'm honored you asked, but I can't do it, mm-hmm. or... Thank you for thinking on me. I appreciate it, but uh, but I'm, my schedule's full. That's above my schedule. There are ways of doing it without you know, just saying, no, I'm not helping you. you know, I appreciate the ask, but that's just above my skill set. Well, that too. Yeah. I mean, if somebody asks me, hey, I, I need help plumbing my house, I'd be like, um, mm. uh, it's great, but I, I know nothing <laughs> about that. <laughs> I mean- my tools a checked. Do, do, to, <laughs> no, do, to do you want it to leak everywhere?
1: How are you gonna wipe a table with this little <laughs> it's not even wet? No, but that's no. the thing you have to be aware of what they're asking you to do because you you have
0: you, you may not be able to perform what they're asking and you to do. No, for. that too. Yeah. So so here's the big thing, and it always it, a lot of it always comes back to this. And and I wanna I wanna make sure that everybody gets this because I have so many clients that I say and I'll tell you, I'll give you almost the exact wording I use with most of them. Hey, um, this person is, is, is monopolizing and taking advantage of you. You need, to, you need to set boundaries or you need to cut them off totally if they don't have any boundaries mm-hmm. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And here's the response I get most of the time. Well, I can't. It's, it's my mom. Or I can't. It's my sister. Mm-hmm. Or I can't. It's my best friend. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you can you're just afraid of what the result is going to be. Right. You're choosing to... You're, you're choosing to go along with it because there's less... Con- and here's the thing. It's conflict avoidance. People don't like conflict. They. they and, and I get it. It's understandable. However, in order to set healthy boundaries, expect some conflict. That's mm-hmm. going to happen. Mm-hmm. Because people who are used to using you and used to getting things from you, they're going to be pissed when it's not there anymore. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I, I, and they're no, going they're going
0: to intentionally make you feel guilty or try the, to. I have the slightest clue what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. So here's the thing. You can say no, but don't feel bad about it. That that is the key thing. It it's you can take care of yourself. You shouldn't feel guilty about taking care of yourself. Another question came through. Yes,
1: absolutely. It's, it's your uh, sister Amy. Uh, do you do therapy with family
0: members? Ooh, good question, Amy. This 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 was probably one we probably addressed at some point back no. in our how to make it good. <laughs> nope, how to make it just saying
1: nope. I, I
0: I do not, Amy, and 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 here's the reason. It, it's a it's a conflict of interest, and right. ethically, it it just it, it it's. I'm not able to have a obje- objective view on many things with family. I really appreciate you asking. That's just above yep, my I skill set. I appreciate You asking that's but, just
1: above my skill set. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I,
0: I, I thank you for thinking of me. I really yeah. appreciate it. But yeah, I can't. I yeah. I, I can't yeah. work with family. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, funny thing came up All one right. time. I was seeing a therapist like 20 years ago. No, maybe it was maybe it was longer. Maybe before I was married. So right. I was seeing this guy. I liked the guy. I was seeing him for maybe like three, four months. So it wasn't like a couple sessions. Mm-hmm. And um, I go in one day and he says, um, we're done. I'm like, what? He said, I can't, I can't see you anymore. Ooh. And I said, what? He says, um, I have a conflict of interest. Um, I put some pieces together and realized I'm seeing someone that you know. Oh. And he was seeing them first. Ah. So then my thing, I'm like, who? Of course he can't tell me. But now I, I've wondered for 30 years who this person was. I've never found out. All right, so I'm going to read this next question from yes. your
1: sister because you might have to make a phone call after the show
0: today. <laughs> oh, okay, oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, well, see, well, okay, so, so th- that's, a, that's a good question. Yeah, it's a valid question. What okay. if it's so personal you don't want to tell someone else? Okay. So here's the thing. that th- You have to trust. You have to find a therapist that you can trust. Mm. Now... I will say the process of therapy is challenging for a lot of people. It's scary. It's Mm -hmm. somebody you don't know and you're telling them your deepest, darkest secrets. Mm -hmm. So most of the time, and I'll tell you how it goes typically, when I see a client for the first time, rarely do we talk about the real problem that's going on. Sure. Because Talk they're them. they're filling mm-hmm. me out. I'm filling them out. We're seeing if it's a good fit. They're seeing if they can trust me. So I'm at my best advice, Amy, is to try to find somebody who, and most most places will have online bios of therapists right now. Mm-hmm. Try to find somebody who you feel like, if it's for you or if it's whoever is looking for it, that that fits, that, that sounds, that thinks, oh, I like this bio. I like how they do or how they work with clients. Mm-hmm. It looks like that would be a good fit. And then it may take, it may take a number of sessions to get to the point where you feel safe and trusting enough to be able to share but the big thing is mm -hmm. that's what therapists do that they believe me some of the things i've known over the years yeah i I mean i could write a book of course it'd be anonymous there would be no client names but Mm -hmm. i've heard everything i've heard it all i really have are are there reviews on (laughs) that as well as far as therapists go. Yeah. There there can be. Um I know as a facility there there a lot of times that they're, they're reviewed. Okay. Um there there you you so if if there's an ethical complaint, I'm not talking about oh I didn't like them. Right. But if, if a therapist does something wrong, there's an avenue where you could report that through the state because because really? we're licensed yeah like a doctor yeah. like like a, like a doctor would be like banking you know it's heavily yeah. re- it's heavily heavily regulated, regulated. Yes. it is so yeah any any crazy shenanigans should be reported but All right. um so yeah, the, I I know it's difficult, but I would build a, try to build a relationship with a therapist that you feel like you can trust to be able to share that those things that are really personal. Thank you. Yes, appreciate the questions, Amy. Yep, absolutely. That great conversation too. That that that's good that we had a, a exchange there. That's awesome. Love it. Love it. So the big thing is saying no and not feeling bad about it. So this is what I want. Here's the thing. You can't just flip that switch and start doing it because you're so it's so embedded in your behaviors that you can't just say, I'm going to say no to everybody starting tomorrow because mm. you're going to get some backlash. It's going to feel different. It's going to feel weird. But I guarantee you, if you set healthy boundaries, now I'm not, let, let, let me let me backtrack just for a second. I'm not saying say no to everything. Mm. I'm saying, Say no to the things that you know you either don't want to do, don't have time to do, or it's just, it doesn't fit. It doesn't, you don't want to do it. Honestly, it can be something as simple as that. So I'm not saying say no to everything. I'm saying, make sure if you say yes, you really mean it. And it's something you want to do. Focus on being able to say no and start with small things. Start even with one person. If there's one person in particular that you have an issue with, start with them and start doing a no every once in a while until you build up that boundary where you want it. Right. Just like anything else. Start small, work up towards it. Build up an immunity almost? Yeah, absolutely. Right. And and I want you to say to yourself, I want the self-talk to be, I don't need to feel guilty about taking care of myself. Right. Nobody should feel feel guilty about that. If it's the best thing for you, it doesn't. And, and I'm going to say this. It sounds It sounds... Uncaring, but it doesn't matter about the other person. If it's the best thing for you, that's what you should be doing. So get, get that self-talk out of your mind that, oh, I, I have to say yes, because if I don't, I'll feel guilty. Mm-hmm. No, that, get, stop that talk and just say, I'm going to say no, because it's going to be the best thing for me. And I, and I guarantee over time, if you're able to set boundaries, you're going to feel better. Yeah. And your relationships will be better.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Wow. I, the power of no. Power of no, just say no. Love it. Wasn't that the? Wasn't that um, what's that? Nancy Reagan's drug policy? Just say no. Just say no. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're not talking about. It. Well, you could use it for drugs too, but yeah, but yeah. definitely, definitely use it to set boundaries and give yourself some healthy, um, yeah, healthy boundaries with people, mm-hmm. and feel good about yourself. Right. Don't feel guilty.
1: And then they'll, they'll understand what those uh, what your capabilities really are. Absolutely. Oh, he can't fix a, uh, a, a problem yeah, with the sink. Yeah, he's not a plumber. No, yeah, he's not an electrician, <laughs> <Right>. a roofer,
0: <laughs> a drywaller. Yeah, exactly. He can't do any of that. No, that's why I just can't do. I just I say I, I, I sit in an <laughs> office for a living. I I can't go. do anything. Although I have ch- I have tried some things. So, yeah. all right, folks, just say no. Say it when you need to. Say it. uh, You'll get more used to it. It'll become better. I I guarantee it. You will feel better and do better. Thanks for everything. All right, folks. Thanks for checking in. Change your thinking. Change your life. Laugh hard. Run fast. Be kind. We'll see you next time.